things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Being Inspired Radio. I am your host, Amanda Johnson, and thank you for dropping in with me today to find yourself being inspired by whatever truth you are meant to hear, whatever truth that is meant to move through me and reach you no matter when or where you happen to be listening to this. It is such an example of the eternity of things, the timelessness that space and time do not matter when we are to receive truth or share truth. It extends beyond those limits, beyond those boundaries that we have created. In today's episode, I feel called to talk about, um, once again, something that is very present for me, something that I am currently experiencing I find that when I share from that place, um, first of all, it's really the only place I can share from what is happening in this present moment. And when I trust that and when I lean into that, it is healing not only for me, but I trust it is healing for you in some way as well. And today what is present for me and what feels the need to be Uh, spoken about and what needs to move through me is this idea of fear and today my practice for A Course in Miracles is this mantra, there is nothing to fear. Now that is certainly a phrase that can often be easier said than done or easier said than truly believed. And I am making it a practice to experience that more and more in my life. And as I was reflecting on this idea in meditation and prior to this show, a few things stood out to me. How can we practice living without fear? How can we truly believe There is nothing to fear. Well, first of all, I want to start by grounding us into what does it mean to have fear? And again, because everything is absolutely divine and nothing is an accident, I happened to be reminded of this through Eckhart Tolle's understanding of fear in The Power of Now. I was on my way home from Omaha the other day and listening to The Power of Now on audio. It would be my, it's my second time now reading the book. So I had, I had known this once before, and I've actually taught a class on this, and it has had a deep impact on my life. And I got to listen to this once again right before this show. 
And I want to share with you how I have learned to understand fear based on Eckhart Tolle. Many of us might wonder, isn't fear necessary? I mean, how will I avoid danger? How will I avoid harming myself or harmful situations if I don't experience fear? And the way Eckhart Tolle describes it is, we do not, it is not because of fear that we do not touch the hot stove. We don't touch the hot stove because we know if we do, we will get burned. So to keep ourselves out of danger and out of harm's way does not require fear. It requires common sense, a little bit of intelligence. The other thing I want to preface here is there are moments in our lives where we may feel a rush of what we call fear in our body. Perhaps um, if any of us are unlucky enough to have a knife drawn on us or we are held at gunpoint or somebody breaks into our house or um, we hear a loud sound. In those moments, our body goes into what we would label as fear. Really what that is, it's, it's, our, it's our survival instinct. It's our freeze, fight, or flight. Our body is wired, created to keep us safe, to ensure that we survive. So we do not need to create additional fear in order to do that. Our body is already preparing us to either run away or stay frozen or to fight back. So this fear that we often talk about and what I'm talking about today is that other 90 plus percent of the time that we actually are experiencing and it's because we are creating it. And we are creating it through our thought projections. We are creating it because we are in the future or maybe in the past, but certainly not in this present moment. So one of the first things is how can we learn to live a life without fear? How can we believe what the Course in Miracles says, which is there is nothing to fear? Well, one of the ways is by living in this present moment as often as possible. If I think about all of the things that could go wrong, I am no longer in the present moment. I am in the illusion of the future, this concept of what could be. The thing is, in the future, it will never be the future. It will always be this present moment. We can always cope with the present moment, as Eckhart Tolle reminds us. We cannot cope with the projection of something else that is in the future. Because that is our imagination. So when we are thinking about fear and living a life knowing that there is nothing to fear. It starts by being in this moment and realizing that the only fear that I am creating is based on some assumption, some illusion of what could happen. Now, some of us might say, yes, but it's because of what has happened in the past. Again, then we are 
recalling, we are remembering the past moments as we remember them to be. And we are doing that from the present moment. And we are assuming that then it will happen again in the future. Again, that is unnecessary fear that we are creating, which leads to so much of the suffering that we endure. The next thing I want to say about fear that builds off of this idea, I believe, of being in the present moment is this concept that everything is a lesson. Everything is an opportunity to learn and to be curious and to deepen our faith and our trust and our understanding. And how I see this partnering with being in the present moment and also helping support us living a life and certainly how it has helped me to live a life where I am learning to trust more and more each and every day that there is truly nothing to fear is that if I see everything as an opportunity to learn, every opportunity, every experience can be a lesson for me, then what do I have to fear? It also helps me to see that there really are no mistakes. There are no good or bad outcomes, no right or wrong way to approach things. If every experience, every situation and everything I experience is a lesson for me to learn from, then no matter what happens, there is a lesson in it for me. As I continue to feel into that, I, I notice fear falling away. I notice fear having less control Because again, fear is only something of our mind projecting into the future. And often because we assume there is right and wrong, good or bad. Why would I fear something if it were all neutral? The only reason I fear is because I've judged it. I've said that will not be okay. I will not be okay if that happens. Therefore, I'm afraid. But if I can remove that layer of judgment, if I can see no matter what happens, there will be a lesson in it for me. What do I have to fear? These are some of the building blocks I've learned and that I practice so that I can live more and more without fear and it doesn't mean it doesn't come up it had actually come up very recently specifically around this idea of everything being a lesson as some of you may know I recently in the last few weeks launched a kickstarter campaign for a book that I am writing and it has taught me many many lessons already And it has brought about a lot of fear, I've noticed. Fear that I won't reach my goal. Fear that I will not be supported. Fear that I won't ultimately get to publish my book and make the impact in the world I believe I'm here to make. Now notice, all of those fears are 
future projections. None of them are an, an explanation or an understanding or a reality of what is in this moment. Not a one. In this moment, I have an active Kickstarter campaign. In this moment, I have almost 30 backers who have pledged nearly $2,000. In this moment, I am writing a book. In this moment, I am fully supported. I am fully loved. I am whole and complete. What in the world do I have to fear? And as I have looked at each of each moment of this campaign, of this project as an opportunity to learn a lesson, it has been incredible. One of the biggest lessons I have learned recently is how I, one of the reasons I had so much fear was because I was assuming, I was expecting rather, others to believe in me when I wasn't fully believing in myself. So as I, how I un- came to uncover that was because I noticed there was some fear. I realized by peeling back the layers of different feelings and emotions, the way we learn our lessons, by the way, is by getting curious, right? That's how we notice what lesson is being asked of me in this moment. It's that moment when we feel something. Maybe we feel anger. Maybe we feel resentment. That was the case for me. I was feeling anger, resentment, disappointment. There's always something else going on under there. Oftentimes, if not always, fear. So the way I have started to learn to excavate all of the lessons that are in each moment and each experience for me is by getting curious, especially when I feel some of those strong emotions. So about a weekend less than into my campaign, I started to feel some of these emotions and I got curious. And underneath this anger and resentment and disappointment, what I found was fear. And the fear that I found was linked to this idea that I was not capable I was not capable, not only was I not capable to raise the goal, the amount, the funds for my goal, but more specifically, I was not capable to go out and earn money to contribute to my goal. It was this very specific and very nuanced fear, but I found it and it was like finding a diamond in the rough. And once I found it, I was able to polish it off. And once I was able to look at it and say, wow, here's, there's, here's some fear. Now, again, this fear is not at all based in reality. It is not based in this present moment. It is based on some future thought projection. And it is also based on things being good or bad, right or wrong, an outcome needing to be a certain way. The fear of what if I don't earn X amount? What if I don't raise X amount of dollars? then I'm a failure, then I'm not enough, I'm not capable. But none of those things have happened. So what am I fearful of? What am I afraid of? So in this moment, what I learned was that I had this fear that wasn't based in reality, this fear that who I am is not enough, I am incapable, and ultimately I don't believe in myself. 
Again, none of those things are the truth. They are simply what I observed as I got curious. And so today, I stand here and I, I repeat my mantra, there is nothing to fear. Because I am in this present moment. Because I am not attached to outcomes being a certain way, being good or bad, right or wrong. Knowing and trusting that no matter what happens, there is going to be a lesson in it for me. Some new layer of truth to reveal, to expose, to excavate. And that's actually pretty exciting. Truth may not always be accessed via the most comfortable or the most quote-unquote positive ways, which is why we need not fear. It was because I felt anger. It was because I felt sadness, resentment, disappointment, heartache that I was able to reveal these truths and to find my lesson that I am enough, that I am fully supported, that I am fully loved, I am complete and whole in this moment. And so, even in moments of disappointment, right, which is maybe sometimes what we are fearful of, we are afraid of being disappointed, feeling let down, getting hurt. But what if it is through those moments that we have the greatest lessons to learn that bring us closer and closer? to who we truly are, then what is there to fear? It is endless possibilities to only deepen into our true self, which is what we are here to do, which is what this entire journey called life is all about. The other thing that came up for me as I was meditating on this idea of fear and how to live a life where we can truly believe that there is nothing to fear is just the magnitude of the universe, the eternity of things. As I was sitting there, I had this thought of, wow, it is amazing sometimes how significant I believe things that happen in my life truly are. And that makes sense. When we are living from our ego space, when we believe in time and we place importance on it, it might seem like in our lifetime, one thing that happens could be very significant or very detrimental if it did not happen. We are very concerned that we are following God's will. Should you believe in that? Or maybe we are very concerned with just making sure it's our will somehow seeing those two things as separate. And yet, we get all worked up. Just think about it, how worked up we get, thinking that if some certain things don't happen, then what? But have we ever stepped back and just looked at the magnitude of the universe and seeing how everything unfolds exactly as it is meant to or exactly as it unfolds? 
as humans, we are a recent addition, if you will, to the whole universe. And everything long before us seemed to come about into existence, evolve, change, grow, exactly as it was meant to, through the divine creation and the unfolding. If you could imagine that even the first organism, plant, animal, etc., was following the will of God, universe, creator, whatever you wish to call it. I am less concerned with the name and I am more concerned with the truth. But imagine, they all, it, they, it's, they were all following God's will, evolving into the next, into the next, into the next. It didn't require any special thinking any special efforting, it just happened. And it took as long as it needed to take. As we humans came into being, now we have these minds. And there's another layer and a whole new level of, of will that is to be done. And again, it will take as long as it needs to take. And so as I was sitting in meditation, and I find it's really hard to put this into words, and that's not surprising to me because words are far from perfect when it comes to expressing truth, when it comes to expressing a realization, a revelation. And so I'm doing my best here, knowing and trusting that Something I say will land. Something I say will resonate, will trigger something in you. And so as I was sitting in meditation with my eyes closed, watching my breath, and then experiencing this concept of just how small of a fleck me and my life is on the grand scheme of the entire universe's timeline, which is eternal. All of a sudden, it put into perspective for me, what is there to fear? The entire universe has come into existence just fine. <laughs> and guess what? We as humans, as long, along with many other things along the history of the universe, have tried hard to destroy it. Or maybe it just has been destroyed from time to time. And still it survives. It continues to evolve, grow, expand. We keep on turning. So yes, we could all sit here in fear of what we are doing to our planet, what we are doing to one another. And I am not saying that what we are doing is pretty or life-sustaining or inspiring to others. And yet, there is no place for fear. Because in this moment, we are still here. And in this moment, I believe, I have faith that the will of God, creator, universe, will continue. There is no other choice. 
There's no other option. And the more I trust in that, and the more I just relax into that knowing, which took me a while to get to, I'll be honest. (laughs) I stand here today speaking to you as someone who says this now with such knowing and trust. Whereas even a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, I would have said something very differently. And I say that because it is possible for any one of us to believe this at any moment in time. But when I lean into this idea of the magnitude, the divine ordination of the universe, my fears seem pretty insignificant and completely unjust. So that is what I have for you today. And I want to share one more thing. (laughs) After my meditation before this show, I drew another guidance card, a guidance oracle card by Doreen Virtue. It's the one and only deck I own, and I use it from time to time, specifically after a seated meditation, um, asking what else it is that I need to know. What else am I being asked to know or how am I being supported? Whether or not you have guidance cards or anything else, maybe it's a spiritual text, maybe it's something else. Maybe you just sit and ask the question and listen in the silence to what you hear. Either way, I think it's a really powerful exercise. And when I asked the question and was shuffling my cards, um, what has been happening recently is a card will fall out of the deck. It has happened now many, many times, and only one card falls out. So I take that as a sign, and I flip it over and read what it says. And today, after meditating on this concept of fear, I asked, what else do I need to be shown? What else do I need to know? And the card that jumped out to me is the card of Mother Mary, And her phrase is, expect a miracle. And her reminder is to have faith that your prayers have been heard and are being answered. And so it is. Now, if you are curious as to learn more about this project, this Kickstarter project that I mentioned in today's show, I invite you to check it out and uh, feel into whether or not it is something that you feel like supporting. Uh, I know my lesson in this right now is to learn that I am whole and complete. I am fully loved and fully supported whether or not other people contribute or pledge. And I know that this is what I am to bring into the world. And should you feel called to support this message being shared with more people, come out, come on over to my website and check it out. You can find the information at www.amandajohnson.tv slash kickstarter. It will take you straight to my Kickstarter project. I have a five-minute video there, a ton of more information about the project that you can read more about. And if you so choose, um, various options for how to pledge your support. Each of your pledges will receive some gift 
in return, in exchange for your pledge, including free copies of my book and many others. So check that out. Share it with your friends. Spread the good word. And next week, I plan to have a very um, exciting guest on my show. So be sure to tune back in. And if you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to this on iTunes. You can find out more about that on my website as well. Um, or just check back in every week and see what I'm up to. I'd love to hear have you back and, um, yeah, trusting that you are receiving exactly what you are meant to receive in this very moment. So until next time, many blessings. Pieces of the brokenness inside